Your home is more than the sum of its parts. And creating a truly extraordinary space is about more than picking the perfect products. That's why the experts at Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery are here to help you throughout the entire process to create a home that's as unique as you are. Bring your vision to us. Schedule your showroom consultation and see more from brands like DXV at build.com slash Ferguson. Hello everyone, good morning in Pacific Time in Chicago, welcome to Body of Christ, Real Talk with your host, Joseph Brownlee, welcome to the show. I have a quick 15 minute update, well actually it's about 13 minute update of what's going on and what I'm going to be bouncing back and forth off on. Matter uh, first of all, I'd like to say hello to all my listeners and my downloads. Thank you for listening to my show. In the next coming weeks, I'm going to be trying to hit as many topics and subjects that I can. And I also would be giving the uh, many of my listeners a chance that want to reach further in the word of God and understand the word of God rightly dividing. I will invite you to go to my other podcast called Collecting the Dots because I'm going to try my best to get more of Bible study information on Connecting the Dots. And uh, the inf- there is quite a bit of information on there now from myself and other audio guests I have on there, including Les Feldick, Trey Searcy, uh, 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 Brandon Johnson from Grace Ambassadors, and, you know, people like that on my Connecting the Dots show. And I will have uh, those saying teachers and ministers, men of God, teaching on that show more on Connecting the Dots for the get you stronger and uh, build you up more in Second Timothy 2 and 4 uh, commandment of coming to the knowledge of the truth for the body of Christ only. If you are a believer are, and you are saved, Connecting the Dots is the other Bible study show that I would be recommended to the, the body of Christ. Okay. All right. What I'm going to be talking about here off and on is uh, the plan that's going on. Now, this is leading up to the rapture of the church, the catching away of the church, which I believe this is not a prophesy. I'm not foretelling. This is just an opinion and a gut feeling, which don't mean nothing. So don't take it in a grain of stone that I believe the rapture could take place within five years. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying this is my opinion and feeling 
It's just a gut feeling. It's nothing prophesied. You know, no, no angel came down and told me this or nothing like that. No, I would never say that. I don't play that. You know, I know that's not in play today of the grace, but it's just a gut feeling. I believe within five years, the rapture could take place. If not, you know, we need to be prepared. And what I mean, if not, and I'm not saying it's not going to take place because it's most definitely going to take place, no doubt. But we just don't know the time when it's going to take place and everything like that. So there's many things that you see. I'm not going to call them signs because only the prophetic talks about the signs when it comes to the millennium kingdom. But when it comes to the rapture, catch the word of the church, that's kind of an exciting thing. To see certain things happening now. You might say, Joe, what do you mean all this stuff going on bad? Yes, that's still somewhat of a sign that the church is going to be moving along soon. And us as we, excuse me, as the body of Christ must pay attention to that or be getting prepared for that. Now, getting prepared means you don't stop doing what you're doing. You don't stop trying to you know, live your life or raise your family. You continue to do that or, you know, work your job or start a business or plans on buying a home and stuff like that. I'm not saying that that ain't what I mean when I say uh, we must be prepared. Preparedness does not mean we stay put and just wait for the rapture to happen or let things just do what they're going to do. That's not being prepared. It's just you, you stay in prayer. You, you stay in the word. You know, and you, you continue to move forward. You keep you keep yourself aware of what's going on around you. It's too many Christians. It's too many believers don't know what's going on. They just stay dormant and 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 stay uh, uninformed because they think these things we should not be concerned about, which is so much further from the truth. I don't know where they got that from. Maybe they got that from their church or whatever like that. But it's so far from what we need to be doing as the church, the body of Christ. It's like anything else. We need to keep ourselves aware of what's going on, but at the same time, not be keep our tails and our behinds and afraid. Because remember, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a strong mind and of power, paraphrasing that verse and stuff like that. We need to have a strong mind. And the only way to have a strong mind is dig ourselves in the word of God, learning how to rightly divide the word of God. And the reason I say rightly divide, because you can dig yourself in the word of God and still wrongly get fed the wrong of God. Now, everything in the word of God is correct and true. But you have to understand what's for today. You can handle things more better when you understand what's going on to the day, today. You can understand things more closely when you understand what things we need to pray today and what scripture and verses that God uses today and listens to today for us to pray. That's also very important. Because many believers still use verses that God is not moving in a certain way today. They call them feel-good verses, and they think those certain verses that was used by Israel or certain quotes or sayings that were used by prophets and men of God back then in time past works today. And God listens and moves that way today, but that's not true, folks. You ought to know that by now because it's not happening in your life. And it's not happening to ministers that says it's happening in their life. That's the flesh. You cannot force 
God to move in the dispensation that he's not in anymore. Let me say this again or in another way. You cannot force God's hand to move in a way that he used like for Israel. You cannot force his hand to do these signs and wonders and miracles today that you can't pull him out of one dispensation and bring him into another. That's all I am saying today. So we need to stop with these off scriptural prayers, waiting for God to move and do this. And then we got a lot of added on traditions going on with these prayers and wonder why these, why you get more distressed, why you get more stressed out, why people don't want to be around you because you sound like a, 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 a mad lunatic to a lot of people now quoting scriptures that's not in play today. You understand what I'm saying? People know these things ain't happening what you saying God is doing or not doing. See, why? Because you got to remember, you got to focus. People looking at your life, you you, you quoting a lot of scriptures and verses by the prophets and, uh, and different people or some of Jesus teaches in the other the kingdom and people that live with you know and see how you act and know these things are not happening in your life. Mentally, spiritually, or physically, they see that. People, church, wake up. You, you're walking in a blindness. You stubborn, you don't listen to nobody else. And you think quoting off scriptures, different dispensational scriptures is going to satisfy God because it sounds good. Church, you're not Israel. Church, you're not in the prophetic today. That was a different time. God went that way. God used men that way and some women that way did because they didn't have a full word of God. He had to speak through them then. Because they don't have the Bible like we got today that we can read and know what God is going to do. They didn't have that. Listen to me closely. They did not have that. So God worked through them. The Holy Spirit used signs and wonders and power because it had to be used. They didn't have no other way to move through men I'm talking about. So God used Israel in that way, moving forward. That's why the signs and wonders start dying off later on down the line when it got to the Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul was talking there. His letters was written later. See, signs and wonders and all those other stuff was not needed then. That's why you don't hear none of that through Paul's 13 letters, because they ceased. They stopped. All that stuff stopped. Now, that's not what I wanted to get into. What I wanted to talk about today is, you know, it's like a wake up call to the body of Christ, including myself. It's a wake up call to let us know that the one world order is already in play. It's not in a full fruition or full embodiment, if I can say it that way, but it is in play. And, and we must be prepared. We need to be ambassadors as much as ever when we have the opportunity to witness and tell somebody about Jesus, but not only about Jesus, but to be aware of what's going on around them. See, aware. We need to be more aware than real Journalists, We need to be more aware than the news because we have the Holy Spirit in us. We have that discernment. We need to be a mouthpiece, a real mouthpiece to people, not only telling them about Christ and how they can be saved and get prepared, but also what's going on around them and pay attention to that. That's what I do here on Body of Christ Real Talk. That's different than connecting the dots. You learn the knowledge of the truth from the Bible on connecting the dots for believers when you become a believer. 
So believer is more like a second Timothy two and four message for the church, the, the new believer and the old believers coming to the knowledge of the truth. So you're going to get Bible study on Connecting the Dots. Here you're going to get Bible study and world information pertaining to way how to, to look at it in the lens of a Christian on Body of Christ Real Talk. You see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to give you an explanation on both of my podcasts. Later on down the line, uh, I want to do a radio. My radio station is going to deal with many things. It's going to deal with, first of all, What's going on around you, the church, the body of Christ, Bible, you know, the Bible quotes and Bible study and also financial uh, advice, not me giving it, but how to start businesses and whatever like that, and how to get some type of side hustle or something like that, or trying to be free from a job and start your own business, especially if you want to do the full ministry of God. So it's going to be or you just want something extra. That's what the radio station is going to be more. I ain't tuned in, you know, when I do start that, but that's, that's something I'm still, you know, working on and, uh, and this somewhat in the, on stage now, on shelf. But Lord's willing that will get going, you know, that will start going and everything. But I want, right now, I want to keep you posted on what's going on around us. That's a, there's a battle going on here in the United States. The United States is trying to become a police state. That's what I want to talk about in the next show. Police state. Now, you heard the terms deep state and you heard the terms. This is real stuff, folks. Whether you believe me, you want to hear it or not. There is a plan to police the United States like China does its own country. Like Xi Jinping does his own, does China. The United States is taking China's motor. Uh, uh, taking China's uh, type of style of government control, whether you see, and a lot of you know this is going on. You're looking at the illegal immigration and the forced vaccines and stuff like that, and uh, the four, the three and a half years of this pandemic and this planned virus. Let me give you a little hint of how they do. See, first of all, and a lot of you are not going to agree, but this is real talk, folks. I don't, I'm not here making up stuff. The virus outbreak was planned. Over three years ago, there's many researchers and data that's proven that now you don't have it, but I do. The virus outbreak was planned. See, first of all, they have to, they have to create a problem so they can come up with a solution. Let me say this again. They have to create a problem so they can come up with a solution. I'm going to get more into that in the next podcast. So stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss this body of Christ. Real talk. Peace out. God bless. God bless you all. Until next time. Bye-bye.